Well, for the first time ever, all 30 NBA teams will be going head-to-head -head for an in-season tournament, and I'm absolutely pumped. That's why I'm partnering with DraftKings. They've got an incredible offer for you to take advantage of. Right now, new customers who bet just $5, they get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Oh, that's a swish. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings app now. Use my promo code, The Last Stand, and stay in on the action and use your $200 in bonus bets on DraftKings same game parlays for a shot at an even bigger payout. Combine multiple bets together from the same game, including total points scored of your number of rebounds by your favorite player. You can get all that and more. And if you've already signed up for DraftKings, no problem. All customers can get a no sweat same game parlay or SGPX. If your bet doesn't hit, max reward limits apply. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers, use my promo code, The Last Stand and bet just $5 on any wager and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's promo code, The Last Stand, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's The Last Stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right, it is The Last Stand. I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport, and joining us now is the former UFC heavyweight champion of the world. He's now one of the hottest names in combat sports. Francis Ngannou joins us here on The Last Stand for the first time. How you doing, champ? I'm doing good, Brian, and yourself. <clears throat> great, great. Hey, great to have you on. We saw you, your first boxing uh, against Tyson Fury. G give us your thought. How do you think you did against Tyson Fury? Well, I think I did great. Um, I did, I did uh, more than what a lot of people was expecting. You know, um, I think uh, I could do better than what I did. And um, yeah, I mean, am I? I don't know if Tyson was on his hundred percent or if he took me took me very serious. But I think I did great, regardless. You, you know, I saw the post where. You had Bud Crawford, uh, Devin Haney, uh, Eddie Hearn, Tim Bradley, all of them saying you had absolutely no shot. Did you surprise yourself at all in your performance? No, because uh, he wasn't, I mean, that uh, might have been my first fight, but he wasn't my first uh, step uh, time in the ring uh, of boxing. So um, I knew that I could, I, I can do it, you know, and that's, I always knew, and that's the reason why I always wanted to do boxing. It wasn't just a dream. It was something that I have tried, uh, that I have trained off, and then I really believe that I have um, a tools to uh, get to, to uh, set myself in the higher level. So that's the reason why I always wanted to do it. <clears throat> do you think, and it was interesting because, obviously, being a boxing aficionado, it was fury who looked like the sloppy fighter. I mean, not only was his punches wide, uh, his footwork was bad. He hit you with an elbow uh, during the fight. Do you think he he underestimated you? Absolutely. Um, I think he underestimated me. Uh, I mean, in some way, because, like, you know, even I think he's a, he's an elite athlete, right? When he has a fight, he took it very serious, and he said it, he said, uh, said it, uh, by his own, like even at the press conference, he said, I took uh, 12 months of uh, 12 weeks of training camp. But 
you know this little extra that you have to push this line like you have to push every time because you think about the challenge and then how big he is i think he was comfortable he was training but he was comfortable like you know he pushed but he, he couldn't there was still something in him that like come on man i get this easy job you know and i think he didn't get that way because I see the way that I train and I can guarantee you that he didn't train that because every time that I was about to, to stop, I was afraid. I'm like, man, I haven't done it all and I'm going out there to climb the biggest mountain in my life. So I have to really give everything. So did I give everything today? And if I feel like I haven't give everything or even if I have given everything, I still trying to do a little more because I never been in the boxing match. I never did uh, uh, four rounds uh, officially. I never did six, eight, but I'm going to do ten with the best, with a guy that is uh, durable, uh, has a, a good endurance. And I'm like, man, how am I not going to be? I don't want to go out there and embarrass myself. I'm a professional athlete. I'm competitive. Um, I'm, I want to go out there and then stand as a competitive give people a competitive fight i ask for this they give it to me it's time for me to prove uh that uh, they were wrong to give give giving this to me so and i think that I, he didn't have that much of motivation that i had it was about like motivation this little this stuff that will make you push harder what was, what was going through your mind when you knocked him down oh i was pretty good i mean um i knew like you know, during the during the process, I have watched Fury many times. I have watched him go go down, take a, a, a strong hand, go down like out of conscience, uh, and then come come back. You know, so I knew I wasn't expecting, but at that moment, the only thing because I was looking at him, his eye was open. He looks like he was all uh, conscious, but I was just like, you know, kind of like. Uh, responding to like what he said to me from the beginning at the beginning of the fight yeah and what did he say to you oh uh, like he said uh i'm gonna t let's let's go something like let's go to school well you took him to school <laughs> you did you did uh we, we saw video of you working working out with mike tyson we saw you with video working out with teddy atlas uh, you had two of the greats working with you who you think helped you most going into this fight well, going in into this fight, I work with uh, Mike Tyson. You know, uh, the the work with uh, Teddy Atlas, we worked once, and that was like maybe three years ago. Mm. So in into this fight, I work with uh, Mike Tyson, and then with my team, Dewey Cooper and John Boomer and Eric Nixick. So how did the money that you make from this fight compare to what you made in the UFC? Uh, first of all, uh whatever would have been um whatever would have been my next fight from the moment that i let left the ufc was going to be a way a way way different from what i made you know um because in the past three years uh even in the ufc i was in the contract issue that i didn't want to sign a new contract that didn't, that would have given me uh, more money but not enough right and also the condition and the term and will also prevent me from doing a boxing which is one of my uh, ultimate dream that i wanted to do right so 
he would have been different. Even from my next MMA fight, it's completely different. I think like it's at least it's maybe every uh, more than everything that I have earned from my from in my life or in wow. my career. Wow! So just, just from that one fight, I say even my MMA fight would have okay. been more. Okay. Yeah. Got I it. mean, you you also have to understand that I wasn't getting much pay you know like our salary basically from the beginning your your start your salary start very low it's like 10 plus 10 and all those stuff moving your way up you get to the point uh you get you still out there maybe with almost 10 fight so struggling so yeah but he was a lot different way different so everybody wants to know man uh and and and, and and also yeah, and, and also and also the trade the treatment the treatment was completely different. The treatment was royal. Wow, that's we great. can we can we can go without mention that man. We get the we get a royal treatment. They treat me well, treat my family, get my family uh, on the ring, get them tr all travel, uh, put them on the ringside, watch my, watch me fight, treat them, took them out when they were there, visit the city, everything. So everybody wants to know, is it boxing? Is it MMA? What's next for Francis Ngannou? What's next for Francis Ngannou? Fight, baby. Fight. Just fight. <laughs> <laughs> you, listen, you're, you're good because here's the, my, the reason why I asked that is Eddie Hearn said he's got talks with you to fight Anthony Joshua next. The PFL owner, Don Davis, says he's working on a mixed rules fight with Deontay Wilder. You tell us who's telling the truth, who's next. For sure, I'm in a I'm in a business with PFR. I'm in a contract with them. I owe PFR a fight, so uh, whatever they say is not a lie. First of all, to start, and secondly, uh, the conversation of a mixed rule fight with Deontay Wilder also is it true? Because even before this fight, we have been they have been bringing that out of discussion. So those two are true. Now, what Eddie Hearn said, I don't know. I think my um, my team said they received a text message from Eddie, and I think that's all. And to um, from my knowledge, I met Eddie Hearn uh, when I just uh, separate, uh, separated with uh, with the UFC, and I think uh, it wasn't interesting for them because I never heard back until the other day until somebody's step in, uh, took all the risk, and now he's around. Francis, do you think more fighters, and I'm talking about UFC fighters, is now going to follow your lead and try to take control of their career and, and do things like boxing? I think everybody should take um, control of his career and do whatever he wants. Some people might just want to take control of their career and, I don't know, maybe go out there and dance a ballet or uh, play tennis, do you? I think that's what mattered the most. Yes, I believe that. I don't know if they're going to take example on me, but they should do whatever they want. If And for some people, they are good in the UFC. You can't just... Your, what works for you doesn't work with every for everybody. Your dream is not everybody's dream. Everybody has his own dream. Everybody has his own peace. When somebody is finding his peace, good for him. You know, we bless him 
and then he do whatever you want. So um, you you first have to find out if they want to do boxing, you know. Then got, you will say yes. Do yeah. It. Why why do you think you and John Jones? Never got into the octagon in a UFC fight. Well, first of all, when I was around, John John wasn't around. Um, even um, three years before, we were negotiating. I was asking for this fight. After a fight, uh, I fought um, Jairzinho Rosenstru. I was pushing so hard for John Jones because I knew the UFC was going to make a Stipe and uh, DC three, the trilogy of uh, Stipe and DC. So um, I wanted the John John fight, and they never brought that conversation up. I don't know. I think we both were asking for the UFC. So in in my in um my reason is the UFC. The UFC is responsible for this fight. And then after they will use it, they will use it against to pin out the narrative both sides. If it's me, they use it like oh I'm not doing the fight if it's john jones so many times they have told me that john jones doesn't want to do that fight so it's interesting because dana white uh later later said that he thinks that you and john jones like next year would be the fight that would lure you back to the ufc for one more time what do you think about that well i think that fight should happen and and, and i always say i've been claiming this fight i think uh, they can go back uh, to the pfl and talk about this and make this fight happen. I like it. I like it. All right, look, real quickly, we, we allow people to submit questions through social media. Uh, we got a number of them for you, but we'll just get to a couple. Uh, Rick on Twitter asks, give me the one tool in your boxing arsenal that you want to improve in your next boxing match. Every Everyone. There is not the one thing that I, I will say, oh, this is good, I'm comfortable. Hey man, I'm a newborn in this world and I'm, a, I'm in lack of everything. So I don't take the, my performance for the, from last night, from last week, like uh, a performance, you know. I know that I still have a lot of hurdles in front of me. Uh, Latino Heat asks, will you fight only top well-known heavyweights or will you fight someone like Derek Chisora? I will fight, I prefer to fight the only top, top fighters. But, I'm, I mean, why, why, why did I fight, for Tyson, uh, fight Tyson Fury? Because he was the top of the game. I wanted to get there in the top, and I want the best. I want a big fight. I want a big show. I want everything big. But at the end of the day, it's a sport. We do what we, want, we have to do. Stizo asks, will, how do you rate Fury's punching power compared to the MMA guys you faced? Uh, Fury punch. He punched pretty good. I I ate some some of his shot. He punched uh very strong. Um, and I I mean and he was with ten ounce glove because MMA fight is more like uh four ounce gloves and Fury was uh this boxing is ten ounce gloves uh and then I think so far he he's the top. All right, they tell me I got to wrap this up. So we'll do this. The last segment of the show is called The Last Stand. I'm going to ask you five questions. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready, champ? Okay. Here we go. In your opinion, who's the face of the UFC right now? Israel Adesanya. Oh. Which is a bigger fight, 
You versus Deontay Wilder or you versus Anthony Joshua? Deontay Wilder. Are you the biggest puncher right now in combat sport? Definitely. How many more fights do you have left in you in your career? Uh, between around eight. Last but not least, will you and John Jones fight in an MMA fight before your career is over? I have no control on that. I want to, but I can't say. I love it. I love it. I'm telling you, he's the biggest name in combat sports right now, Francis Ngannou. Champ, this was fun, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. See you, Brian. All right. That's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport, like Francis Ngannou. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you next week.